everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where we get made fun of by the basically the only person we ever talk about, Kirk Minahan. How's it going, boys? What's up? It could could have gone worse. And I'm oh, happy it, the way it went. It totally could have went worse. We we said it. Well, we just recorded with Montante. He's fucking fantastic, dude. Really great interview. I hope you guys like conservative politics because we talk about that a whole fucking like way too much. But like, like thank God Kirk was mad at Cully and not us. Whew. Yeah, I dodged you know, the bullet. <laughs> I was thinking too, like, I, I was, we were nervous. We were all nervous about what he was going to say. And then we heard that he was going to bring up the Rich Keller stuff. And then when he, you know, he likes to joke around and he's, when he says, like, I'm going to fire Colony, what, what if he actually did? What do you think the blowback would be on us if that, I mean, that would, it would, it would be our fault. Like, we brought, we brought Kelleher on. Kelleher said what Kelleher said. We, I mean, I, I think with every guest, as we do, we let the guests do, say what they want. It's, it's. We just want to learn about them. It's what they. It's their side of the story. I, so. I would, I would delete my Twitter if that happened. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. You know what I mean? But like, I think, I, I don't think there's any way that Cully really gets fired for that. Like, no. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think he covered himself in glory, like by. Um, by like with his explanation and saying stuff i am happy that he like stuck to his guns and was like no i'm gonna talk to all the minute fans like i know what you mean and like rich is annoying and like whatever don't bring fucking rich's ideas to you fine like i get that mm-hmm. but like i don't i think maybe he could have had a better a better explanation yeah but that's but just colony that's just the way he is when he explains it's a nice dude dude and, and i know yeah of course yeah but like oh god like if you but if he would have got fired dude i don't like, where do we I, go no, seriously, I'd, I'd go dark and I would not be on Twitter. Maybe <laughs> that would really ruin yeah. my exactly. No, like I'm like nope, nope. I mean, even hell, like, even your son thinks you don't even want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You corrected yeah, that this week though. Yeah, well, I I understand what he was talking about. He he said I sounded either nervous or disinterested. I was. I you sound I was a little shifty. disinterested right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was. Like, you know, and which brings me to my next idea is, you know, we talked about it after the interview on StreamYard. And I think we need to start leaving some of those conversations in there because I think those are nice conversations that the whoever listens would be interested in where you call me out. Like you're like shifty the whole time. You're nervous. You know, even the conversation we had after the Montante interview, like, hey, we thought it was a good interview. You know, like we do like an after action report on how we thought it went. I think some of that stuff we could leave in actually going forward, but that's something we'd have to talk about. I don't, I don't know how, how often you listen to the show, but we, we usually leave, we left it all in last week. Yeah, with last week's, I was just, you know, he was saying some stuff about a person that, you know, is friendly to Andrew and to me. So we have to come to, come to his defense, you know, because we don't know. We, we know these guys through the universe. We don't know them personally. So when somebody says some inflammatory things about somebody, I, we kind of have... We can't take their word for it because we really don't know what the I, truth is. And this is a part I left in. The, the, the part I left in last week was you saying you defended Carano, me saying, mm-hmm. oh, oh, we didn't notice because you were all over that, like like uh, mm-hmm. of Rich making fun of him. But I – so here is my opinion of it. If Rich goes at Carano, Carano's not going to be mad at us. Like I don't think Carano's going to be like, hey, you guys didn't defend my honor. And if he does, dude, then like – 
I'm not going to say, like, fuck him, dude. But if he does and he doesn't understand, like, that's Rich Kelleher being Rich Kelleher, dude. That's not our spot to be, like, to defend Corona, to, to be, like, his, like, to be the white knights of the fucking minif- like, of the Miniverse. I wouldn't dude. even say it's a it's, white knight thing, though, dude. It, it's it's not a white knight thing. It's like when you, it's, look. I don't know, when, dude, when you, but, like, but like if, if Rich is trashing a dude he doesn't like, I don't give a shit, dude. Yeah, but I like Corona. I have no problem with Corona. He wants to make things- fun of Corona. He wants to make people laugh. He wants to do whatever he wants to do. I don't, right. like, like, I don't think Corona will be mad at us for rich being an asshole dude rich isn't like like i like rich he's he's nice to us he was good to us all this kind of stuff like but like if rich wants to be an asshole about corano let him be an asshole about corano yeah no, that's that's fair but we have to have some pushback you know we've learned our lesson with that but i mean he wasn't put he wasn't pushing against the show he's just pushing against another minute fan yeah but even still like, you know, if, we, if, we need if, different I, viewpoints to make it interesting we can't just sit there and let him go 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 we have to kind of give an opposing viewpoint just to keep the conversation I think you know, when you reach a point when it, well, I think it's only fair that if you think you reach a point where the guest is pulling out like a low shot or a cheap shot, like just call him out on it regardless of what the topic is. And I and I think I, and I think that's more what BMD and I were doing. It was just like we it, like like that's like when you, when you're going out some serious accusate uh, character accusations and shit one way or another. It's like all right, I'm like come on, like, you can't be that bad because like, I've dealt with them. This is my perspective. I think it's a fair fair thing to bring up. Type of I agree. I agree totally with what you said, Andrew. And I think you guys did that very, very well last week. Maybe not very, very well, but like, <laughs> but like, but like, I think, I think when Rich got out of line, you guys checked him, and that's that's good. I I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Rich got out of line. We don't you all need check. to do that. We don't all. Need of to course, do that. yeah. One of us Rich, should always kind of. Rich kind of went a little bit too far. You guys <laughs> checked him, and then and then that's it. Like. um but I do, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, right, I thought, all. I thought last week's interview was good. I thought, yeah. I thought we did very well with him saying, "I'm developmentally challenged." BMD is bored, and Andrew, <laughs> and Andrew's annoying. I think, yeah. I think that's about as like. I, nobody nobody says I'm a stupid person more than me. I'm a stupid person. Shit. I mean, it, it sounds like he went to high school with you and I. I mean, you ask anyone in high school, it's probably the most annoying kid in fucking high school too. So. If you ask me, I'd say that. I, I thought it would, you know, we always think the worst, so I think this was the best case scenario. I know it was. It was a big, it was a big brow wipe, and just whew, let's move on yeah. to the next one. I think I got yep. scared, like when he did, like the impression, and like how, like smoothly he said my name. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. At that point, <laughs> oh, he, could, yeah, he, he couldn't get said that in every group that I was in with him about, about oh, like, Kirk said my name so smoothly. And, and he said, at least he said Kirk and off at least seven times. So we should get yeah. a little. Uh, sp- I love, I don't want to be that guy, but he still hasn't said buddy. I'm just waiting oh. to, say, to say buddy's an asshole. I'm just, I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> I even brought your name up when I was in there. That, that's another I, thing we didn't really talk about the, the the aftermath. It was fun, guys. Thanks for sending me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, we haven't, yeah, we haven't talked about that. I haven't even heard it yet, as, as you guys will hear in the, the Montante interview. Um, speaking of, let's, let's do the news. Uh, let's get to Montante. And let's work on next week, right? Right. All right, let's do it. See you, boys. All right, bye. Sako openers up in the air. Beyond Average Podcast takes on the Miniverse. And Kirk Minahan has two new dozens teammates. I'm Andrew Augustus, and this is the Kirk and Offman of Fan News. After having some schlubs in there to kind of pitch a pre-show for the Saco Drive-In, Beyond Average Podcast won the nomination to be able to be opening only to have it taken away after Visionless Dave found tweets of them basically trying to suck off K. Marco, which everyone knows in the Minifan world is a big no-no. 
Kirkin Off News reached out to both members of the Beyond Average podcast and have yet to hear any response. Speaking of Sako, it now is, looks like Director of Fun Matawaska Rob is going to have to make up his mind on what to do as there are no openers with the cancellation of the Beyond Average podcast. But Sako is going to be a blast and it seems like the boys have some big things planned. In the competition field, the Dozens Trivia will be returning on July 13th. It has yet to be announced when the first Kirk Minahan show team will be taken on. However, it was announced that there's going to be two new teammates. We do not know yet who the two teammates are. However, there is speculation that we could see a potential return of KFC to the Miniverse. I'm Andrew Augustus for Kirkin Off News. As always, send tips to at Kirkin underscore off. And now back to Buddy in Blind Mike's Daddy. All right, so um, our guest this week, the very esteemed Intern Harrison. Intern Harrison, how's it going? Oh, good, guys. Uh, you know, it's going pretty good. Um, Jay didn't come on the show. Uh, he let me down. But outside of that, you know, things are good. That's literally the voice I used. How, how is that possible? <laughs> look, at, look at who I tricked. I know, it's a good point. <laughs> look at who I mean. He, he could have been looking at me in real life and still, the, uh, maybe he just looks like Montante. That could be Intern Harrison. Speaking of, I every week we have a guest. I asked I asked the group chats what I should ask the guest, and this is the question from the fourth twenty. Chris Mathuin wants to know why why do you ask Jay a question on Mike and the Minute fans, and then jump on him as soon as you ask it. You said you'd give him a minute to answer, and he said right away. You're like you don't have a job. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Listen. It's kind of mean, but like he's so fucking. See, I'll, he annoys me. Like he, my my thing is life is all about intentions. And I think he means well, so I don't hate him. But, like, he doesn't own up to anything. So I fucking tricked him. He's like, all right, you, like, kind of got me. It's like, dude, remove, remove the kind of. You got got. He just does little things that just bother the ever-living hell out of me. But, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, it's easy to jump all over him. He's an easy target. He's like a fucking eight-foot pinata, you know? Was there ever a moment, like, like um, while you were playing the intern Harrison character where, where you were thinking maybe we'll, like, let's see how far I can take this. Let's see how, how oh, fucking I, I bad I can bury Jay. He doesn't, so he's like a loser. So I don't think he has a license or something or doesn't have a car. So I, I could have gotten him the Uber to the studio and I was thinking of doing that. But oh, I, I said, you know what? This is too far. I said, I'm going to, this is going to be a 90 minute prank. And at, at the end of my 90 minutes, I'll have enough um, ammunition to make this funny. But I could have gotten him there. No when, problem. When did you know you had him like dead to rights? So I called him and I left that ridiculous message. When he called back, he's like, oh, intern Harrison, like, Oh, I'd love to. Like, what are the next steps? I was like, all right. Well, I got him. And he was being so lackadaisical and lazy like he typically is. That's why he doesn't have a, you know, a job where I was like, make this promo video. Send me what you're going to do so that way like, I can explain to Kirk that my guy is good to go. And he wasn't sending me anything. He wasn't doing anything. But I, I went on like I went in their Discord and like all his boys are hyping him up like this is awesome. Like we'll make this video for you. And then so I like messaged him like, dude, like hurry up, like you're you're coming across as a no show. So then he comes on like an hour and a half later with his live stream where he could barely string together a sentence. And then I had to break the news to him in the comments. Um, <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, there might be some people out there that have no clue what you're talking about, like myself. Can you give backstory really quick? Yeah. So Kirk, there's the day that Kirk announced that they were going to be taking applications for tryouts for the Sako show for the All four right. four podcasts so i literally it was a string of the moment thing i was like walking my dog I was like, you know what like I, I looked at google voice 
was like, you know, let me, let me call this fucking idiot. Like, try to make something out of this. So I called and left the message. Like, hey, man, like, we'd love, like, that voice I did. I would love to have you on. Like, you're my pick. Each each intern gets a guy, and you're my guy. <laughs> and Jay Mayhem? Yeah, Jay Mayhem. And he did not. Oh, wow. He called back in 10 seconds. Like, it, it, Oh, shit. Yeah. And it's funny. One of the excuses was, like, oh, like, no, dude, I didn't listen to the voicemail. So are you sure? Because you said, hey, intern Harrison, like, what do I have to do next? So I think you, <laughs> you might have listened to it. Oh man, it was good. It was. I it, mean, if he showed up that day, that would have been a shit show. Like it, it, that would have just set Kirk completely over the top if that man showed up and walked in. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, someone else walked in and caused the fucking. Well, no shit. Super that was Hayes, Eric. Yeah. But no, no I, I, I think was I, in, in hindsight, I might. I kind of wish I did uh, see it through because him, because he'd put together the voice like, "Oh, this is the idiot that like I hate," and he'd be like, "Why are you here?" And it'd be awesome if he played like. For Kirk, like, oh, intern Harrison called me to listen. And then for them to hear it and be like, wait, you think you thought that was real? And I thought I think it could have went further, but I actually felt I felt a little bad. But in hindsight, it would have changed that. Oh, man, you can't feel bad for people like that because that was a perfect. Op- I mean, that, that would have made it the funniest thing I think I ever like just the beginning yelling back and forth. Seeing Justin get his all macho get out or I'm calling the cop shit was funny. But if that yeah. oh, now just imagining and Jay wouldn't even be able to get a word out, though. That's that's the problem with Jay. It's just no. I think in there he just it, it's just a nightmare. And it's just Kirk would have been just down him and been like, Jesus, the Christ. He, he, but I think that could have gotten Sako canceled. As well. No. Well, it doesn't no. take it doesn't take much. Uh, no, no, but uh, I, if 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 like first you think about it, you first you had the uh, super lemon haze, and then you had Jay show up, that could send them off into it like they got back to back, like just pissed off. Fuck it, I'm done. No, nope, no, nope, yeah. I totally disagree. I think I think if anything that would have been, which which I saw a, pub, a couple of people um, predicting the 420 and, and elsewhere, that could have been the, the straw that broke the camel's back and said, fuck you, nobody's doing pre-show at Sako. Yeah, that's Just what go I think there and be idiots, fine. That's what it would have led to. Yeah. Yeah. I do think you guys will end up getting one of the spots just from a lack of nothing against uh, you guys. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> but like, like, what else does he have like right now? I like, think Quantum Week and then I think uh, Blind Mike Project. So there's two more spots. Like, then very good show. Like, I, I mean... I I'm surprised. I thought Craig he was gonna throw Shaw it all out. I just thought he was gonna throw it all out and just say fuck it. It just whatever, and the show yeah. goes when it when it goes. I Colin mean, Colin ain't DM me, but like, dude, I'm not gonna drive up five and a half hours after I did the week before, and you know, goddamn well you can get there, and I could walk in after driving five and a half hours, and say fuck it, like yeah, we're not we're not doing this ever. Get get him out. I'm like, oh, okay, I know well, that, that perfectly you know. too. <laughs> yeah, I saw so I was like, you know what? Oh, I, I see. Colin ain't offered you a spot on Friday's show, not. Nah. Yeah, it was it was Thursday. Yeah, hey, like, would you want to come in tomorrow? And it was like, yeah. dude, <sighs> like, I don't live in fucking you know Rhode Island. I don't live in uh you know, yeah, a brain tree. Like, I live five and a half five and a half legitimate hours. And on Friday, like weekend traffic for the fourth, there's like, I'm the yeah yeah. Nah, it wasn't. Not worth I appreciated it. it. But would would you want to have the opportunity though? Like if it ever presents itself again, would you wanna? So there's there's some pros to it. Some of the pros would be, you know, you might get some new listeners. And I just started two weeks ago, so we're only averaging like forty listens, so it's not that much. The cons would be no one would be listening to you. Um, the cons would be as everyone's tail, you know, tailgating, having fun. You have to stay sober enough to do a fucking live show that no one's gonna listen to. And if you do good, no one will listen to it. And if you do bad, you'll get ridiculed on the actual show. So, you know, it's that's how I look at it. So I we said we were gonna start here. Um, why is your Twitter private now? 
So I'm in between jobs and I'm fielding a bunch of offers. And my last name, this little life hack, and I'm sure Keller has it so he could, you know, dox me anyway. My last name actually ends with an I, not an E. So if you were looking at my social media profiles, it's not that hard to find me. <laughs> so I mean, I just do it, what I, I do. Just it. go with the real name and fuck it. It's taken from an account that got suspended. So <laughs> that I, wonder, I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> yep. So I can't do that anymore. Yeah, I can't give myself up to Jack that easy. So, but yeah, that's why. But yeah, as soon as I did, I made it. It was private for maybe thirty-five minutes. Like Poodle Dick and a couple of people. You guys were like, "Why is it private, you pussy?" I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Like, why did you guys realize it that quickly?" I, I only saw. I, like, I didn't even notice it was private until Poodle was like, "I can't retweet you." And then I was like, "Oh, well, he's coming on." Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he, he, I think he said he last leading. night he was coming on, so I'm just so I'll just jump in and just yeah, like, yeah. He was the lead investigator of the to unleak, you know, unlock that. <laughs> Poodle the goat. Yeah, he's something. So, so <laughs> I like, I like, I was gonna say, being from New Jersey, how'd you find out about Kirk? Was this like, did you have, did you have friends talking about EEI days? Are you a Minifan, uh, Mincel type of person? No, I love, I love, I love Barstool, like, love Barstool. I've been following for shit six, eight years now. Um, and I remember like listening when like, we're in the Super Bowls, like, yeah, we're gonna have Kirk Minahan on. And I always thought, like, the, the, the pregame show of the Super Bowl, I always thought that, I thought that he meant like, um, who's the black guy, like Kirk Minifee? Oh, Menifee, yeah, yep, yep, Kirk Menifee. Yeah, because he's involved yeah. in football. Yep. So I'm like, all right, here, we're here with Kirk Minahan. They, they go to this little skinny white guy. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then he starts talking. I'm like, oh, this is definitely not the guy I thought. And then I was listening to him. And at that point, I think he was, he still might have been at WEI. So he's like still like kind of sporty a little bit. But you can just tell there's something he was wired a little bit differently. And then when he was full, when he got fired and that fallout after that bizarre video at the fucking bookstore he's crawling around like a lunatic um, <laughs> the barns yeah no, it, was, it was fun listening and uh yeah i was hooked ever since the, the podcast came out um you know colonine's episodes were good but i liked robinson you know steve robinson he was good in his own way until he got disinterested at the end but no i've listened to you know every show other than um the the cullen ones are you surprised that robinson flaked out and kind of like left the show or i would have been surprised if it happened half a year earlier but I, for a little bit, I think we all thought that it was a big um, act that he was doing. That he's, oh, I'm not, I'm disinterested. Like you guys suck. But then after like two months of that, you're like, oh shit, like he means that. Like that's not a shtick anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised, but not shocked. Did Did you agree with? Um, I and I, I don't remember who the caller was, but but there was a caller just after Steve left that said, uh, like Steve kind of seemed like like he had like the Letterman jacket, like in high school, like he was too big like too big for us like did, did you kind of agree with that like that line of thinking or no he was okay with it until in my my opinion when he got like he said i think it was like a very small thing that people gloss over but when he had that conversation with kirk he's like hey like we're doing great and he was like i forget the exact verbatim but he was like oh no you're doing good but i'm doing great. like like we're not equals and he mm-hmm. probably he was doing sales for the show he's producing he was on air so when he heard that although that may have been the reality i guess I mean that that would that would fucking that would bother me too. So, and once something like that happens, you try to you know repatch it naturally without anyone knowing. But that shit will fester away at you. So that probably eating away for a month. That so I, I get it. You you're obviously super conservative, like on Twitter. Um, you think? You, like <laughs> I, yeah, I mean I guess. But do you do you like? Are you excited for like the Cully shows, which are kind of like more loose, or like do you kind of like like or did you you really like the shows with Steve that were like a little bit more like political, a little bit more. Um, right now I'm just enjoying Colin A because I like Colin A's aura. 
I mean, uh, like, you know, a couple months from now, I don't know. Like, I liked, they haven't, even at the end, they were, they weren't really doing that many political things. Like, they, mm -hmm. I feel like Kirk feel like he was like, worn out by it. So, yeah, it kind of got desensitized to that for a while now because even the last couple shows really weren't that political. So, I like when they talk about it, and Kirk is about as down the middle as you can get. So, it's like kind of fun hearing that perspective. But, um, no, I like, I like Colleen a lot. Uh, I feel bad. I think he got a little bit railroaded today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's he's good. I like Cullinane. Yeah, Cullinane totally took a a bunch of like the the brunt of the Kelhern interview, which like for us is pretty cool. You know, yeah. definitely don't, definitely don't mind that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, but but totally like like I I know what you mean. Like so, and Kirk had said it a bunch of times. We've said it on the show a bunch of times. Like once the case started, the sh you could feel like kms starting to change and like starting to get more loose and being like fuck all this serious shit like we just want something like he just wants to laugh and i feel mm -hmm. like that's where the show is going or or, or was going and cullinane mm -hmm. is the perfect guy for that maybe steve's not the right guy like for the kind of show that like that, sure. that kms is now you know yeah but, for sure it's night and day different show and um i like the i mean i like some of the ideas um I kind of like that. They, I feel like they filmed a little bit earlier with Steve, so that that shit was up when you were like driving to to work, maybe. But mm -hmm. you know, for an optimal viewing thing, they're doing the YouTube shit, so it's a little bit of later show. But I don't know. It's it's fresh ideas. I know they come off as corny, and definitely Kirk's not scared to say that. But overall, for the good of the show, I think Colleen, um is going to grow the audience more than Steve would. And I don't mean that in a bad way about Steve, but that's just reality. You think Steve's actually going to try to make the jump and try to get back in the media in some some way, shape, or form? Like. It, it, is he, it, he, He's like fucking thirty four. He's not retired, you yeah, know. But is he gonna? He I, I guess is he gonna try to do on air shit? Like, is he gonna try to get a midday show talking politics, knowing the miniverse is out there? Dude, he's been doing politics since he was like fifteen. Yeah. Like he was appearing on these bizarre spots where the average age was fifty, and he was fucking twenty talking about God knows what. I, so that's all he's ever known. So, and by the way, his Bitcoin uh, winnings are not as big as they once were. I don't know if he sold or whatnot, but. I would say he's going to enjoy the summer off, probably the fall off. And then after the holidays, he's going to hey, listen. I got fucking 50 years of life left on this earth. Like he's going to go back to doing what he knows. I think, I mean, who knows? And I wish him luck. I mean, I, and at that point, the show is doing good. And I don't think Kirk's going to fucking kill him over it. But if, if you wake up tomorrow morning and you see that, you know, he's going to be producing on a Ben Shapiro show. Like they said, he'd fucking murder him. <laughs> Yeah. Would you would you listen so, to wherever Steve went? Would you listen to like if if he's like if he got his own like Grace if he replaced Grace Curley and Grace moved up to replace Howie? Would you listen to Steve during the day? Um, maybe I think conservative talk radio for the most part's um a little bit boring. Um, and, you know, there's not really too much creative thought out there, and it kind of comes off boring. Like I listen to Dan Bongino maybe once a week if he has like a show like something I'm interested in, but I can't. I can listen to Kirk Fridays a week, but listen to that shit just kind of gets repetitive you know it's just like it's tough are, are there any other podcasts besides for kirk's that you listen to weekly uh i love theo vaughn i don't know who that is a, what's that uh, he's, a, he's an act he's a not an actor he's a comedian he's fucking whole he's a you think kirk i would like i would like to see that see sit them down like in front of a therapist for like a week and see who's crazier he's <laughs> he's a comedian he's an absolute lunatic but like you could you listen to him, you guys would love him. So Theo Vaughn experience. Um, Rogan, maybe once every few months. But on the regular Jerry Callahan, maybe twice a week. Um, part of my take, I started getting I used to listen to part of my take, like listen to Kirk. I started getting back into that, but I don't know. PMT kind of annoys me. They, they, too like, liberal, dude. He's too liberal for me. I can't I, know, I can't handle I it. <laughs> Big Cat yeah. is too, and we all know it, but he, yeah. he hides it on air. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, PFT is way too. That's why I, I stopped listening uh, to to part of my take. I, I, like I, I'm sure I told the story before, but they they basically they just did. Um, they were mad that Spags got fired for making like a, a joke about Rihanna, and then somebody made a fat joke about Kelly Keegs, like like who, who K Marco was dating at the yeah. time, and they all ran to Kelly Keegs' defense, and I was like. They're like, you can't say that to a woman. And it's like, well, you just got mad that they fired Spags yeah. for doing the exact same thing. You guys not see the obvious contradiction here. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was like, all right, fuck you guys. And like, I, was, I, like I was I was being a super softy, too, because I love Trump and they were shitting on him. And I was like, oh, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. I know. You know the but... whole thing with um Portnoy going on with Trump and the way Big Cat handled it, he came off as such a fucking. Listen, you can oppose what Portnoy did and make light of it. But acting like a fucking big baby and want to take your ball and go home, he came off as such a fucking pussy during that. And and pretending and pretending like like Dave Portnoy shouldn't interview like like the president and like and of, of course he was I, I think what Dan actually said was that he was mad he wasn't involved in like the decision. What what decision is there? He had a chance to interview the yeah. president of the United States. If like if if all of them were super conservative and Dave got the chance to do it with Biden, he should do it. Like it's yeah. just it's just clicks, man. The like, difference would be when you go to interview when you go to interview Trump, you go there and you ask him questions on the fly. When you go to interview Biden, they say, "Here's three questions. You answer it. Give him an hour break in between." <laughs> you know, you need to so it's like you're not far off. Not the I'll same say thing. that. But much. yeah, no, a thousand percent. Like, what was yeah? What was Big Cat gonna do? No, you can't go. Dave, go, all right, cancel. You know, cancel the plane. We're good. Big yeah. Cat doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, all right, dude. Like, yeah, that that was. Yeah, I think that might have been when I like fully took like a six month break and it was like not like the protesting. I was just like, ah, ah, you know, it was weird. Oh, um, we obviously kind of talked about it on on Twitter yesterday. Or I saw you tweet about it. How is it possible that your mom's so like far left and you're so far right? Like, I'm I'm very conservative. I'm more conservative than my parents. My parents like have never voted for a liberal like in their life. You know yeah. what I mean? So my mom is the perfect example of. Um, I'm, I don't sound like Alex Jones, but I think they're <laughs> we're, we're I think. Uh, I, there's no way to say it without. So I think we're in a psychological war right now, and liberals are winning because my mom, growing up, I didn't care about politics. I remember being pumped when Obama won twice. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't tell you oh, why. I, I voted for Obama. Yeah, you were. It's, it's growing worst up in my in life. School, that's what yeah. you, you you vote for Obama. You can't tell me why, but that's what you do, right? And we all mm-hmm. fell in line. And college, I didn't give a fuck either way. But I knew my mom voted for George W. Bush. She was always Republican. She voted for uh, Romney, whoever the fuck lost to um, whoever. And then Trump, during the Trump, she voted for Trump, but like eight months in with the shenanigans going on with the, the mainstream media and whatnot, I would still wear my Trump shirt. She's like, you're still wearing that? I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, mm. like, you see what he's doing. Like, the newspaper told me this. The TV told me this. I was like, mom, Jesus Christ, they don't mean it's true. She's like, so like literally halfway through Trump's presidency, she like looked at me as like her uh, right wing extremist son. Like, like, because so... And so when she, we were talking about the vaccine, so I live, uh, my mom is the, she owns this place. So I pay rent to her. You know, we're, our names are split in the mortgage. And she's like, hey, I'm you know, sole proprietor in the mortgage. Like, I'm not going to have two unvaccinated people living on my property. And I was like, ha ha. She's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm very serious. Like, you're either going to move or you're going to get vaccinated. So th- the vaccine came very close to breaking. And I was like, mom, say, listen, this is bad because I'm not going to get it. You want me to get it. I said, if you get it, you shouldn't care what I do. And so she kind of, and I grew up with her, obviously, as my mother. So I know how she works. She runs hot for a week, give her space, and then try to flanagle conversation. And if she doesn't bring it up, then she's over it. But so yeah, she's she's over it. So she'll make jokes about it. Like, oh, yeah, this is my crazy, you know, 
you know, right wing extremist son who doesn't want to get the mm-hmm. vaccine, but she reads the newspapers. She's retired. She reads the newspapers. She hears Hollywood, and she genuinely, honest to God, is still watching. Now the the variants back, and you still can get it. So she's back to wearing masks. She's back to square one, Jeez. and it's just fucking sad. But you know, I can't talk to her. like the shit I tweet about. I could not explain to the first thing. I just okay, mom, you got it. Like no problem. It's fucking sad, but these they're warping people's brains. She th- they turned a Republican, career Republican, into a Democrat without even realizing it. And it's crazy, dude. My so like my, my wife's family, like the first time I ever went to, to her grandmother's house, her her grandmother said literally one of the first things I ever heard her say, like that wasn't like like hi, nice to meet you, was was why don't they just impeach that guy? And so I turned around, I was like, for what? And she's like, he 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 said this, and I was like, "That's not a crime." Yeah. And, then and, and I was like, and "My my wife, very very unbelievably liberal, liberal, worked for Obama campaign, like in New Hampshire, right. all this kind of shit." Like, um, my wife was like, "You know, like maybe maybe not, buddy. Like, you know, like like maybe not." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Let's let's have this conversation. What crime did he commit?" And then they're stumbling around, and I'm like, "I'm like lying. I'm like he didn't like every president ever has done that. You know, like yeah. all these." Yeah, it's just like, come on. It's guys. crazy. It's, it's a witch hunt. I always tell people, I say, listen, there's there's two people, two types of people in this country. One one type of people will say, hey, the news will come out, Hollywood will come out and say, hey, the sky's green now. And half the country would say, I just looked outside, it's blue. And the other the other half would go, you guys are conspiracy theorists, it's green. It's like, okay. Like these liberals don't have the uh, the the, uh, the ability to think for themselves. They're just programmed. They they almost understand the program and they point fingers at people who aren't. And it's make crazy. make us the problem. And I, like I said, so I grew up apolitical, and I got into Trump when I realized that this man, and everyone loved him growing up. I remember on TV, you know, the roast of, yeah. of Donald Trump. He had Boys in the Hood call me Black Donald Trump. Everybody had a Donald Trump line of in their rap Of course, Mac Miller, everybody. everyone had these things. Yeah. And then I saw, objectively, he's thinned back, but it was in politics. I saw all these people turning him because there was an R next to his name. So as soon as that happened, I started paying attention, and I started really, like, learning about the issues. And the shit he was saying, like, you know, America first, wall this. It's like, why is anybody opposing this? You know, it's like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so that's how I got on the – yeah, I was not like Steve Robinson, you know, probably like reading political books at age eight. Like, I didn't give a fuck about politics until I started paying attention, and here we are. I wish I didn't. My life would be so much easier if I just went along with the flow. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. I, I – I totally agree. Like once, uh, so when Trump lost, when it was finally like over, over, I told my wife, I was like, honestly, it'll be nice to not have to pay attention because I'm not paying attention to this idiot again. Like I'm not like we, I didn't pay attention to the last like the last fucking eight years of like Obama before Trump. I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking check out again because fuck these stooges. Like I'm just, I'll just be one of these people who's aloof and like, I'll laugh at fucking funny videos of Biden and like just move on dude you know like whatever. yeah i wish i could take that approach but it's just scary the shit that's it like they're all oh we don't treat trump differently we just do our job as the media it's the same me like oh what what flavor ice cream are you eating joe that that is, that's shit. something that's like, been pissing me on. off like, like what yeah. and when, when trump was a candidate it was it was the president gets two scoops everybody else gets you one remember it's that? like it's like well, if that, one was person that was a legitimate article written yeah, if one person in this country deserves two scoops of ice cream, it's the fucking president of the United States. He's fucking almost 80 years old. Yep. He eats four fish fillet a day. Let him live, dude. Who gives a fuck? The other best one was like, oh, who cares if Donald Trump is donating his salary? He's rich enough. And then Biden doesn't donate it. No one gives a fuck. It's unbelievable. It's, I love it's this. incredible. Everybody's going to hate this episode. I don't give a fuck. Fucking nuts. I think <laughs> the biggest thing that pisses me off whenever this like kind of shit comes up is that no one now knows what a true journalist is because there's so many fucking commenters and entertainers 
pretending and acting like they're fucking journalists. It pisses me off to completely no it's a, end. It's, it's, I, like, I mean, it's like trying to find a three-leaf clover. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple out there, but they're hard as fuck to find. Like, I, Cuomo, not a journalist. I, I, I will go through all the fucking lists of anyone you want. Stephanopoulos, not a journalist. He's an entertainer. As soon as you, you, you can't tongue bath your brother on CNN for fucking months and oh then just God. cover all the bad shit that comes up. It's, the double standard is so fucking amazing. It, 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 this is why I watch CNN. I watch MSNBC. I try to watch Fox. Yeah. I try to like wa- get myself a rounded view of everything just to fucking see yep. what's going on. So that way I'm like, all right, because everything Fox News says isn't true. Everything CNN says isn't fucking true. So what I it, let's let's it takes a little effort, people, but read yeah. two stories and kind of see what okay what lines up. Apply what, common sense to it. What. Common sense and what matches is from story A and story B because that's probably what fucking happened. It's I can I think. Oh, fuck. I think the good. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Like I, I, the fact that Bill Maher, if you paid attention to Bill Maher's last three months, you think he was a conservative because he's because he's an actual old school one percent Democrat that had normal Democrat values and did not shift to an extremist over the last eight years. So he's yeah. he's looking back at these freaks and calling them freaks. He's like, all right, enough cancel culture, enough this, enough that. And it's like, we need more of that. Like, you can be well, a Democrat. That's fine. It's, it's, you, you, what's going on? Like, their policies are so fucking insane. Yeah. But I, I guess the bright side to this is, like, uh, people are starting to realize that. Like, if you look at the, you know, we're not going to di- dive deep, but if you look at the ratings for all the mainstream news organizations, they're all taking a dip. Oh, so yeah. people are starting to wake up and see, like, this shit is bogus. Like, we can't be listening to this crap. They're getting sick of it. So... There is still that little vocal minority that listens to the mainstream media, but their numbers yeah. are like they're dead. They're gonna, they're gonna die just like WEI. Yep. Even oh. if you hated Trump, I got news for you, CNN. He fucking put asses in the seats because they want Pete, your 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 followers wanted to hear you make up stuff about him and treat it as fact. Now what do you what do you have the? I got at the gym. I look at CNN. They're still talking about January sixth. It's like oh my god. Yeah, and that, like, that's the other thing is like we they can't get over that, and that's no, just a waste of money. The city's burning down right now. Oh. Meanwhile, right. stores are going out of business in San in San Francisco County. Oh my because god! To steal legally. Did you see, but no, see no, those videos? January sixth. Okay, that's fun. Bro, I I literally last summer was like was talking about you know people blaming Trump for shit and like well there are literal like American cities burning down and and one of my wife's uncles was like name one American city that's burning down and I just posted Portland, like ten pictures <laughs> ten pictures of Portland. Yeah, how much I posted time pictures, you Yeah, I posted pictures from Kenosha and then um. And then I, you know, he's, he crawls in the DMs and was like, I'm just really sick of seeing my conservative friends say that. I like, I know what you're saying is like based in fact. And I'm like, no, 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 not based in fact. <laughs> it's, it's, right there. it's based yeah, in fact. Like, uh, yeah. Like I was like, I like, I literally just took a victory lap. I was like, I was like, I like you. So I'm, so I went easy and I just posted pictures. I didn't say anything. I just posted pictures, dude. Like, Crazy. but yeah. And the fact that if you, if you said 15 years ago, Hey, we're going to defund the police. Both sides would be like, what? Why? But now they're, one yeah. side—they're already regretting. You see, you see what they did in Minneapolis. They're already fucking refunding the police. They're I think I know. They're bringing back. them back. Oakland's going the other way. Oakland's going the other way. They—they they, they cut even more from their salary. Dude, they, it's like it's the most crime-ridden city in the country right now, and it's just—it's getting more and more nasty. Well, this is why. Like, I'll get into some of my fights with my liberal friends, and, and I just—and they're just like, oh, well, when we say defund the police, we don't mean defund the police. We want to reallocate resources. This is that. I go. 
Well then, oh fuck off. And I go, yeah. I go, I go. Well, one, if that's really what you want to say, then your fucking marketing approach fucking sucks because yeah, you, you're totally. giving the operating thing. Like, it, it, say you're what not, it is. You, then it's a, you're not going to send a psychologist to a fucking domestic but disturbance. But also, got a fucking knife what, in his hand. I think uses that example all the time, and it's it's fucking perfect, dude. Like, so yeah. what, okay, so now there's three people dead instead of two. Like, so and then more. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the same <laughs> thing. Like roller coasters, tycoon. You hire more. It's like. Yeah, it's, it's Russia and World War Two. Just keep sending the bodies out. Who gives it, a it, fuck? It's, dude? it's like, and the other thing is, I think that's always funny too. As I always say, is that the reason why Trump was so successful? He also talked at like a high school level. Just because he understands half of Americans are fucking stupid, so you yep. gotta talk to him like that and to make him relate. It's half the fucking battle. You can't be, you can't come off as better than. And that's what Trump never did at points. And that's why and that's he was so successful Biden's in problem. the beginning. He, he, he speaks on a, a level that nobody can understand. So <laughs> that so he's really hard to relate to, you know. And oh, he has a he has a stutter. Like motherfucker, that ain't no stutter. I got news for you. Yeah, so, yeah. speaking in foreign tongue. Sometimes it's liter- Sometimes it really is a stutter, and other times it's his brain just shut off. Like it's and it's okay. It's sad, I get I'm, it, man. You're fucking eighty years old with dementia. I get it. You should not be up there. Well, the person that's waiting in the wings is no better, dude. And they and they they re- unfortunately they realize that, and they're full of regret having her as a vice president. I, yeah, those articles uh, are crazy so, now. Dude. I don't think he's Voters going anywhere. That role, I don't know why though. I've never. I cannot. I cannot. It checks it checks the boxes off. Minority, female. Is she, she's more Indian than it. <sighs> She it's she changes fucking ethnicities like people change underwear. I I, I don't know what. The <laughs> but she, oh, she's such a role model for our young daughters. Yeah, hey honey, suck your way to the top. It's hey, her her administration is in disarray, and 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 the Biden administration is covered for she, her. She had sad. one of the worst campaigns ever run. Literally, right. like you know, I you know, I know this is a Kirk line where he he always talks about lit, never drew a rating. Nobody voted for her in Iowa. She quit before the the caucuses started. Yep. Less than one percent. Yeah, and 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 so all of a sudden she's she's the VP and they and they rebrand her as all this other bullshit. It's just it's it's like so pretend. And like you said, what a great role model for for our for our like young women. Hey, as long as you get on your knees in front of Willie Brown, That's you it. could be fucking Willie, vice Willie president. Of the United Anything's States. possible. Yeah, just work hard. You know, lube up that throat and get to sucking. You can do whatever you want to do. It's like it did. And and then then but like a, a you know conservative women, they try to tear him down. I don't know. It, it, it's it's a it's a sickening shock world, but yeah, that's where we are. Where we're at. Hey, it's, it's 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 one of those things that you have to laugh. At. I, I at some point you do have to laugh because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> Situation and as, yeah. as and Buddy said it. It's like the rebranding. People that are in the field, like I am in the marketing PR field, like we're we're the worst part of the whole situation because we just. I always say I can bullshit and I'll I can. Fight on both sides if I want to. I'm a fucking political whore if you want to call me that at times. Because yeah. I've worked for a Democrat. I've worked for a Republican. I, I, I have my own beliefs. And it's people like me that can spin the narrative and start making you believe all the bullshit. So Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen those that picture with you with the boots on. I know you weren't fully conservative. Hey, <laughs> I looked. I was, that was taken in Carson City, Nevada. Thank you very much. And I looked damn good in that. Cock in his mouth. Um, Shout out Pride Month. It just ended uh, eight, days, eight days back. <laughs> So um, there's another question I have. I'm going to move on from politics, uh, and I need the backstory on this. I think there was a, a bet you made, and you had to shave everything but the mustache. Can you talk yeah, about so that? Yeah, so Daver, um, you, you know Buddy, right? Mm-hmm. I, I met through uh, the KMS world. I actually met him because he, uh, on, on on Twitter, threatened to 
punch Kelleher in the face. So <laughs> he was just telling that story in the 420 today. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I DM'd him and I was like, hey, like Kelleher just threatened to dox me. Like, great tweet. <laughs> that was awesome. So uh, we started talking, like, we follow each other and I would tweet about like gambling, whatever. And he was like, hey, like, uh, you know, you obviously know you're talking about like coming to a gambling threat. So, like, so we, I've hung out with those guys a bunch. And um, no, so we, we, like, listen, let's put our, let's do a little challenge here. And uh, everyone says, oh, like, make it about money. We're like, dude, we're going to be betting money on the game. So, like, that's kind of cheesy. And our facial hair, his facial hair is like, not look really gross. Like, and he he looks gross overall, but he looks even more gross with a mustache. So, they let's do a mustache bet. So, we bet Thursday to Sunday. We had Steve Robinson's rules kind of. Um, so, we'd send in the bet to him. And then once each of us said in the bet, he would reveal it in the group chat, like, hey, Mike's on this. You know, Davers on this. And at the end, I'm not an excuse guy, but this is valid. So it was like neck and neck. And I sent Robinson's rules, my bet. And immediately he was like, hey, you're down. Like, this is the course of action you're going to take to win, which he's never given input on that. Yeah. So this is why I don't make excuses. Be a man. Stick to your guns. It freaked me out. So I panicked. And I fucking shifted. I would have won. Not an excuse, but I won. So yeah, I had a mustache. <laughs> that is kind of it is weird to get the the input then. You know what I mean? I've never all... he never gave anything. Your job is just to look. Not an excuse, but I won. But I didn't. So I had a I did though. But yeah, I wear a mustache for two weeks. It was fucking. I had people when I went to Rhode Island. Um, had like kids, literal kids, come up to me like maybe high school kids, tap me on the shoulder and like, hey, like just so you know, your mustache is awesome. And I was like, okay, did your, did your stupid like waiter tell you to say that? Because it, it was Dave. I was at his restaurant, and then, <laughs> and then he, they're like, no. And I was like, yeah, okay. They're like, no, we swear to God. So yeah, I looked like such a fucking freak that people were coming up to me just to like point it out. Have, so so I get I, my follow up to that was going to be, have you bounced back like on the bets? Because I saw the Revs game was, oh. was three nothing yesterday, at, like a half. But that like, was bad. Yeah, that was a rough one. <laughs> That was bad. No, I I've hit my last six um Euro games. I'm on fire. Like I'm I'm doing very well betting. I haven't bet so, baseball in weeks. I'm waiting for football, but I love soccer is the best thing to bet on. Um, I got smoked too last night in uh the Galaxy game. I was one corner short of hitting a plus a thousand parlay, so that that hurt that hurt the old soul. But uh, mm. no, we got NBA tonight. I'm gonna bet some props. So you guys don't have props in New England. So New Jersey, you could bet on anything. You get like player props, alternative lines for one guy some, to score plus a thousand. There's some like, props you can do. There's, yeah, but yeah, it's not. It you're not going to get the New Jersey levels. But there, I'll give Rhode Island some some beef. I'm stuck yeah, in Mass right now. We're fucked. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like everyone should have legalized gambling. It's it's a no brainer at this point. Like the two you make so much money for the state. Like legalized gambling, legalized weed. Like those are the two obvious things right now. Just fucking do it. Get it over with. Get the revenue. Just yeah. Move on to the next issue. Done. So, so you obviously just you you just mentioned it, and and I know you you had in the past come up to go to Twin River with with the gambling thread, but so you really came. What? Why did you come to to Providence a couple weeks ago? Like so, and you went to Lucas Honey Feast, right? Yeah, I was at. So we want to record it, you know, the for the Euro show. I went mm -hmm. to see Dave's hometown of uh, Hull, and then yeah, we went to fucking Portuguese fest, and it was a good time. And you guys can't cook that well; the food kind of sucked. But um, shut him oh, up! Shut him. I'm done. Food? I'm done. Kick him out. I'm done. No, what was worse than the food? <laughs> that, that, that beer. Your guys' beer was awful. Would you have Sagsh? Yes. Oh, oh, I love Sagsh, dude. <laughs> oh, it tastes like um, it tastes like you took like a, a case of Heineken, put it in the sun. 
for like a week and then put it back in the refrigerator. It, was just, it tasted naturally skunky. That, what did they give you, you to eat? What did they give you to you eat? Got bad ones. I love Sarge and Superbox, dude. Superbox is great. No, no, that that was it. Superbox, Superbox. Yeah, Superbox stunk. What What did they give you to eat that you didn't like? What huh? Did you try? What did you eat at the feast? Did you have like? It was okay. It just wasn't like. I mean, when you're talking about spaghetti meatballs, you're talking about a uh, you know a work of art. When you're talking about chicken parmesan. You talk about pizza. You, we we have things that you guys you know would maybe have by the year three thousand if we weren't around. But, um, <laughs> it was like um. It was just based. It was like a chicken that they like. Well, rotisserie. So kind of like it was good. It was good. It just wasn't. You know, it just wasn't. It was did good. You have, did you have like a pork sandwich or anything like that? Or no, it was just bread, basic or? chicken and French fries. I know it's not. Uh, okay. They they usually. The, uh, what I always get at Lusitania is um like they they put these pieces of like steak on a skewer and you just fucking pull mm. it out. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't crush that. I, I just yeah. see that available. Yeah, that that one. Tell, tell you what, Portuguese women. If you can get past the hair, yeah, but I'm, I'm tired of everyone's hair here. So I, 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 my 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 girlfriend's got a fucking mustache thicker than mine. So, uh, well, she shaves it. I hope she doesn't hear that because she's been listening to my shit. I didn't that, but, uh, yeah, no, you you can move right past that. And so, this is the last so you obviously day just talked about euros. What's uh, you're you're an Italy fan and you're an Italian uh, of of Italian descent. You got Italy to win Sunday. Uh so I've been having my – as soon as they advance, I've been hitting games. I've been, like, not even worried about it throughout the week. Nothing changes my mind. I think if this game gets played 10 times, it goes in the extra time 40% of the time. I think Italy wins a regulation maybe two of those times. And then, I don't know, that would leave four times at – I don't know. Math I, is hard. I just to, – to yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. There's four more times. Figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to see the lineups and see what I like. I fucking don't know. I don't. Are you know. gonna bet it? Or you won't bet oh, against yeah. Italy? Though. I can't yeah. watch a sporting event if I don't bet on it. Bet OT. Just bet for OT. That's all you gotta do. Bet for extra time. That's all you need. Bet for yeah. So I think the draw is like plus two ten. Um, I I get. I think I like the under in it too, but I don't know, man. England's England's been a fucking. Eh, they didn't look that great versus. I'm gonna bet Italy. I'm gonna bet Italy, but my heart won't be in it. When when I think about that, like that match, and fuck you, Blind we're talking soccer. Um, when I think about that match, I I'm probably gonna regret this. Like I regret all my fucking stupid. Every time I tweet about something, the opposite happens. But um, I just like who scores for Italy outside of Chiesa, and if if Shaw and Maguire can stop that right side of Italy, like in like like we like we know. Um, I think- we know Immobile. We know Immobile is, is is a great goal scorer, but like he's not a great goal scorer for for Italy. We know Bonucci, Chiellini can score, but outside of them, who can score? And when I think of it's, England and like and how how fluid, mm. yeah, oh yeah, and Signe and totally could if nice he can car. find the space, and he will, and he and he will be able to find the space because I don't think Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips have been that sharp the last he couple. He can of curl games. that ball too. But, he can curl that ball around those guys. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I'll be when betting Signe scored for sure. Yeah, when I think about England, though, I feel like I'm like Kane can score. Sterling could score, probably won't. He has been scoring. I know. I hate. I hate Raheem Sterling though. He's not a big game player. Um, he, only, he only scores when he's like eight feet away from the from the. Uh, I was about to say hoop. When he's eight feet away from the hoop. Yeah, he's eight totally. feet away from the net. 
And I, but I, th- I think Southgate too is kind of like, like, how is Jack Grealish not like, like I know Mason Mount is like boy toy, like I know he blows Mason Mount every night, but like, yeah. how is Jack Grealish not playing? Like, okay, you want to play Sokka over Sancho? I get it because maybe he does more yeah, work, yeah. but Sancho was more dynamic, dude. Like, I just, I that I think that game's going to extra time, and I think England's winning in extra time. I don't think it's going to PKs. Well, if it goes to penalties, Italy has the edge. Yeah, I don't trust Pickford at all, dude. I really don't. I like I'm a I'm a Sunderland fan, so he actually came up through Sunderland. But um, no, my thing about Mason Mount is like you've gotten to where you're at with him starting. So like I'm superstitious. Like I wouldn't make the change, even if it, like makes sense. I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, he has the he has the the sweetest hair in soccer. Jack Grealish, dude. Grealish hair is awesome. better. No, but that's what I'm saying. Grealish. Oh, oh, oh! oh I thought you were saying Mason Mount. Was Mason Mount's no, hair. no, no. He's like a little dork haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have blind like daddy's hair than than uh, his, but no, Grealish's hair is fucking is fucking sweet. It's flames, dude. Flow. It's flames. Yeah. Um. So you 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 just started your podcast. Like, is what is it? Is it Kirk Minif and like fan podcast as well, or what's it all about? I'm trying to not make it that, but believe it or not, um, having guests on who listen to podcasts is a lot easier than getting people from outside the world. <laughs> so it's, it's slowly morphing into that. Which is okay. Like, which I have a couple people, a couple people from Barstool, are like uh, lined up, a couple ex athletes lined up. So we should have um, some interesting, interesting guests coming up. Couple solo shows. Um, like I said, I'm gonna put two up a week, regardless. If it has to be me rambling in my fucking car for 30 minutes, and that's what it's gonna, that's what you're gonna get. Um, if if it's fucking Ted Sellers coming on, you're gonna get. If it's fucking Little Menor's coming on, but um, <laughs> no, we're gonna try to, we're gonna try our best to branch out and kind of make it a little more outside of it but yeah recently it's been heavy 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 kmf kms spinoff show is is so, it a set two days a week or is it is it just like when when you have the time i to want it? to do five days a week but everyone dude I, I dropped like eight podcasts in like four days and dave was like dude fucking stop <laughs> <laughs> so, all right so oh. my plan is because i understand that the majority of people who listen to me are um kirk minahan show so i'm gonna drop it when they don't drop shows that just makes the most sense logistically. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad you brought Dave back up because how weird is it that he drinks twisted tea? They all do, dude. They're 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 weird. They're very strange. Like, <laughs> yeah, they drink. They they crush twisted tea. I, I I say it's weird, but when he offers me one, I never say no. Yeah, I mean, it's good <laughs> alcohol, and it's all drinking too. I'll never say no to alcohol, but dude, there's so many more things out there. Brighten your horizons, you know. They, I, I say that. I say that as I'm proudly drinking a lover boy. This is for the people not. There you okay, go. But... I'm drinking I'm drinking Bush Light in honor of um my little wheelchair guest who's about to come on. And I, I've crushed a couple uh whiskey whiskey gingers, so that a boy. That's always good. Are, are you gonna be going to Saka? You gonna come make the haul? Oh yeah. Yeah, thousand percent. You uh, you excited for the director of fun and all of his activities? Don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Rob, his uh his title of what was it, ambassador of fun, director of fun, one of those. Who's that? Madawaska Rob. He's gonna have the beer pong tour today. Oh, oh, oh! I've heard good things. I, I've never really interacted with him, but I've heard I've heard uh, good things about him. Dave seemed to love him when he was there. Dave blew that interview, by the way. Not interview, but uh, essentially interview. He stopped. Uh, Dave, keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. I, I haven't even listened to Friday's show yet. I the only, like uh, I'm, I'm so not so behind. I gotta listen to Friday and today's show, but I did listen to Kirk Bloods and us, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, you know, it's okay. It was like I, I wish I could have. He won't. Dave was like, "Hey, you remember the one time like or I was working at this one place? He I saw that place. clip, dude. Like, dude, dude. No, 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 no. Oh no! Don't do this. Don't you do this. You don't remember and, me? 
Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And he caught himself. He was like, oh, I'm obviously kidding. He's like, I don't think you were. And then he also walked in the studio. He's like, oh, God, that's too much cologne. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like the <laughs> that's a... But he was in a good spot today because they're talking about it. Like, we have nobody for the show because they kicked out that fucking idiot Mick. Um, and the other guys, I guess, were underwhelming. But they didn't... It was like, hey, that, that guy talking loud, that, that show sucked. So he kind of got lost in the wind, which is a safe space to be. But yeah, David Dave was a fucking awesome guy. I mean, he fucking... Yeah, he, and totally. he, he was the first one to admit. He's like, yeah, that sucked. Like, I stunk. But it's okay. It's tough, dude. That's a tough spot. I, I'm sad I couldn't have gone, but, like, I... Andrew did a better job. I haven't even heard it yet, but Andrew would have done a better job than I did. I just got nervous and been like, I don't know. We're stupid. Forget it. I mean, that's basically what I did anyway. Where's the door? Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I did anyway. I mean, fuck, they forgot about me, so it's fine. Yeah, fine. that was... I know. I was DMing Cully, dude. I was trying. I was DMing Cully. I was tweeting. I was like, can we get Andrew on the show just to say our name? <laughs> I mean, well, what you're saying, like, you didn't want to drive the five and a half hours up just to, like, kind of sit there. Like, I mean, I just fucking sat there the whole time. And I was like, yeah. All right. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I was My doing some other shit. would have been two hours. If they were two hours away, like a nice five hour day, I could do that. But, yeah. dude, fucking 12 hours, that's like, that's like, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's too much. We like let to me end go, this. Let me go grab a beer. Let me go grab a beer. I don't want to, you know. Press pause. We like to end our segment with our guests. Uh, with uh, do you have any questions for us? Do you guys ever get that feeling that you've been here before? It's a little bit life deja vu. You ever guys? You guys ever get that? It's never. Groundhog Day almost. Never. I feel like we just had this segment. We talked for about three minutes, good back and forth. But uh, half, you know, after about three minutes and ten seconds, somebody interrupted us and said, "Hey, we have to start this over." I didn't hit record. You guys ever get that feeling? Yep, and I kind of feel huh. like this isn't going to be as good as it was. So. I mean, I, no, like no, I, said, I, I didn't say I didn't hit record. It what? stopped in the middle of a part, and I didn't remember at what part we stopped. Well, no, let's totally pretend, I just let's, up. let's start over. Let's pretend we're in That's Hollywood. We don't do so drugs before the, the show. Hey, so really authentically, who are the? How did you guys get started? What was the brains behind this? It was, uh, you know, I. I'm an ideas guy, so I came up with a. You said that premise. last time as well, yes. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm mad about from last week? I'm mad that Tim Ridgell didn't get mad at BMD. I really tried to start a fake fight. Right. He didn't. Because, he didn't take the bite. He didn't no, take the bait. Tim, Tim knows I'm a me? lover, but uh, I'm a lover. I know I've been muting my mic. I've been fought like crazy, but Tim <laughs> Tim knows who I am. I, I don't look, look like for confrontation. I don't look for. It depends. I just had some raviolis over here. But yeah, you, uh, you can clear out a room in your sleep. That's that's not even a question. I know, like not I walk it, I like I walk back into my bedroom and fart. My wife's like, "You just came from the bathroom. You couldn't have done that out there." I was like, <laughs> oh my god, my girlfriend's here, by the way. So if you hear the door open, but um, no, the one question I, I was actually genuinely curious about: if Kirk announced he is quitting tomorrow and done with ever being, in, will this continue and for how long? That's a, I think I think it totally would for for a little bit at least. Um, as like an outlet for like us all to maybe get back together and like and like talk about something that we all had in common, um, but I don't I don't know how long it lasts without new Kirk stuff because even this week we were like, like no offense to you of course we we're like well who are we gonna have on we're going through like the, the same list of names we always do yeah and we're like what are we gonna talk to somebody we don't like because <clears throat> let's, I'll just say like one of the ideas that came out was Robinson's B and B and I'm like what do we ask her after. How did you find out about Kirk? You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know Definitely. anything about her. I'm like, but then, you know, your name come up and I'm like, okay, I know a ton of shit about Mike from Twitter. You know, yeah. like that's, that's like a concern that we have that like, it, but I'd play strip poker um, through studio. <laughs> she is an, 
she, I ta- she is way too attractive to be a, a Mena fan. I don't know what I, happened. I thought the same thing. It's like, what do you do? What do you? Yeah. It's like, we, she, she's actually, like uh, she's like actually, the Clayton she's like Clayton Bigsby at the at the you know at the KKK rally. What are you doing here? <laughs> How'd you get here? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the Mena ladies are pretty beautiful. Oh yeah. No, like she's not alone. Like there's yeah, yeah there's a. It's a it's a strangely yeah. good look, and there are a couple man rockets. You know, Madawaska Rob's not a bad looking guy. Ned Stark. <laughs> you know, he seems like a good, oh, you know who's a oh, who's the older guy with the red hair? Ned Stark. Ned yeah. Stark, dude. Ned Stark. He's a fucking. He, he's he's a red hair. The guy from Florida, right? Gray yeah. hair. Gray hair. Gray hair. Gray hair. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a weapon. Um, he's a cop. He's got a nice deep voice too. Oh, when I see when, oh, we we asked Ned Stark about his voice, he said uh, two packs a day. <laughs> that's, <how. laughs> that's, that's generally the coolest answer you could have. And I don't think he's joking when he says that. When oh, so we good. we saw Ned Snark at uh at Slacko last year, we're like, oh my god, that's Ned Snark. Oh, just look at him. You know, I was like, how do you know it's yeah. him? I'm like, look at him. Like, <laughs> isn't he tall as well? Isn't he tall? Yeah. Uh I think so. Yeah, I I'm five eight, so everybody's tall to me. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm I'm with you. I'm five eight, two forty. So yikes. Um, <laughs> built like a fucking fullback. Are you guys all gonna be at Saco? Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're all rolling together. Nice. Yeah, Saco's not that far. I think I, I actually grew up going to Saco as a kid. My mom's best friend, uh, her sister owns a bed and breakfast there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, I've been there. Robinson's B and B. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty familiar with Saco. She lives. I'll tell you what. There's a strip of. Strip of road in Saco has the as a I just told you I'm five eight two forty so I like food. There's a strip in Saco that it, you can put it up against anybody. They have a from from memory a Taco Bell, uh, Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, and I believe a Chick Fil A all within like three hundred feet. That is Ooh. that's pretty dope. I'm gonna have to find that. To be I mean, we, we that's like that's that that's the pre-show stop. Since we can't when, grill oh, yeah. this year, yeah. Since we can't grill this year, it's. That's, oh, that's that, the thing. That, yeah, that really you cannot go. That's one of those. No, that's no, 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 no. That's not the tone that that Cullinane and All right, Justin. Cover that in gave. the news. Cover that in the news. I'll cover that in the news. But yeah, it's uh, it's late. BMD is gonna go to bed. Yeah, but yeah, no, no grilling. That's that's a big one. No grilling. I thought so. I think I think we can end with this because I think BMD and D thought the exact same thing. When when I heard Matante say stripper. I was like, I know, dude. I was, I like, was very excited. Yeah. I was very excited. There might be an adult, like uh, a gentleman's club up there, but I guess no. not. <laughs> that no, was not the right crowd. So, what, you guys about to get into your own little segments here? Yeah, just yeah. we're gonna talk about Kirk making fun of us. That's really I got to I got I got to I got to get my uh, my list together for um, ten sellers for a little for a little sellers. Yeah, for a little Teddy, Teddy two boy. wheels. Yeah, he's funny. So I appreciate you guys oh, having me. He is guys, funny. Bro. He is. Oh, funny. Thanks for Thanks and for I know through, this, this, this setting was a little bit different. You know, I'm in my in my my room. I know last week your guest was outside of Colonine's window. It's a little bit of a. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in Colonine's car, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> He's in his trunk. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but thank you, boys. All right. Thanks to you, Saka. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Later, Later bro. All right.